everyone. Um, welcome to my podcast. This is the first episode. And uh, for this week, we have a guest. And he will be talking about... Polyamory. Alright, so he's gonna take over from here. Uh, so I think a good place to start is, what is polyamory? And to answer that, I think we have to look at what is monogamy first. Uh, manos comes from the Greek term alone. Gamos is the Greek for marriage. So typically, it's when you feel like you can or should love one person at a time. On the other hand, there's polygamy, or polyamory, sorry. Poly, Greek for many, amor, Latin for love. So typically, it's when you feel like you can love multiple people at once. However, everyone's personal definition of polyamory is different. Personally, I feel like I can love more than one person at a time. I've been in five or six monogamous relationships, and i felt this way throughout all of them since even middle school. So this is definitely not a phase for me. It is a part of me. I didn't know that there was even a word for what I was feeling for the majority of my life. This is a very new part of my life that I've only just started to explore, but it does feel amazing to finally not feel like I'm alone in feeling this way, or to not feel wrong or broken for having these opinions. There's a wonderful online community on Reddit, of all places. It is filled with useful information from quote-unquote veterans, for lack of a better term, that, alongside various articles and YouTube videos from poly creators, really helped me figure out who I am. Now, like I said before, it can be different for others. I'm looking, I am looking for multiple romantic relationships with room for ca- some casual relationships, while others may be only looking for romantic relationships or only casual ones. Some feel the need to come out to the people in their lives, but some keep it to themselves. You don't even have to be born this way to agree with me. I know someone who hadn't thought this way for most of his life, but ended up literally logicking himself into it. He realized he had no business telling other people what to do if it didn't hurt anyone. And once he decided to put his personal autonomy at the forefront of his morality, he couldn't find any logical reason to tell his girlfriends what to do with their bodies. I personally have chosen to come out to some of my friends about being poly. Uh, I believe that coming out is the right term to use, because if I was gay, I'd be coming out against the norm, being straight. And with monogamy being the norm, I'm coming out against it. But in any case, I have a small, close-knit group of friends back home, so I knew they were going to support me no matter what, but it was so nice to hear them finally say it out loud. It felt like I couldn't talk to anyone about my feelings before, partially because I didn't even know how to put my feelings into words. So it was so cathartic to finally be able to tell them. I've told most of my friends on campus and all of the people I dorm with, and they've all been super supportive as well. As for the women I'm involved with, I try very hard to be as transparent as possible. I try to let them know that I'm poly towards the end of the first date, and that I do have a primary partner, meaning my male partner, back home, and that I am talking to multiple people on campus. Everyone that I am involved with knows of all the others and what I do. And sure, I could lie and cheat and use people, but I'm not that type of person, and I want—I don't want to be. Most people appreciate this honesty, but I know that this isn't for everyone. And not everyone is on board with it, which I completely understand. Weirdly enough, the people that I've tried to be involved with, uh, everyone that I've told, has all been accepting of it. It's usually the conversations with other people that I have to defend my position. Something that I learned very quickly is that if you have an opinion that differs from the general norm, you have to be ready to defend it at any given moment. I have a whole speech in my head with contingencies when people inevitably go off on tangents. How it starts off with me 
explaining that I have friends from different backgrounds that enrich my lives in different ways. So much so that I actively seek out friends from different backgrounds with different personalities to enrich my lives in different ways. And the general norm would call that behavior fine, healthy even. But the moment I move from friendships to relationships, which would enrich my life in an even deeper and much more impactful way, people draw a line there for some reason, and I just don't feel the need to draw said line. This usually isn't enough to convince people, although it does a great job of explaining to people that this isn't just to sleep with whoever I want. If I wanted to do that, I'd be single. Then the conversation shifts based on the, on the person I'm talking to's response to that. A lot of people like to say it's about pregnancy or STD avoidance. I like to point out that I'm pretty sure if I asked, you wouldn't be okay with your partner just getting to second base with someone either. So it's not about health, which leads to the inevitable discovery of it's about jealousy. Jealousy seems to be the biggest reason people are against seeing their partners see other people. But under no other circumstance do we let people's jealousy control other people. We would call that out. And even if we didn't, do you really want jealousy to be the driving force of a decision in your relationship? But then that begs the question, why is forced monogamy a socially acceptable controlling behavior at all? There's a wonderful analogy I like to use when I get to this point. In a quote-unquote normal monogamous relationship, we'll call them couple A, Let's say the woman wants to be in a polyamorous relationship, but the man says no. The reason for his refusal is jealousy. The man in couple A is saying, I don't want you to do this because if you find someone else, you will leave me. Now I have a friend, rather a friend of a friend, but don't worry about it. She is in a very controlling relationship. Her boyfriend doesn't even let her have male friends and controls the way she dresses. His feelings come from a place of jealousy. The man in couple B is saying, I don't want you to do this because if you find someone else, you will leave me. These two thoughts come from the same place. The only difference between the men from A and B is man B is making sure she doesn't find anyone. They're on the same scale of crazy and controlling, but the guy we would all agree is crazy is just further down that scale. And for some, for some reason, society says that not only is man A right, but it's the norm, despite him still being on the crazy and controlling scale with man B. I usually allow the person I'm talking to to come up with the idea that man B is controlling and morally wrong, to which I agree. So with no way to distinguish man A and B's opinion, and man B now established as controlling, they're either both right or they're both wrong, or there's a way to distinguish them which no one I've met can do. There are so many tangents that people like to go on, like your partner should be enough or that's just what relationships are, to which I respond to why, that's just a cultural norm, not what's quote-unquote morally right and just like every other cultural norm no one knows exactly why they believe in it they've just been doing it their entire lives so anything else feels unnatural if the logic behind a belief is it's just the way it is and i don't have a reason i mean this from the bottom of my heart you're a moron if you believe in something you have to defend it and if you can't you shouldn't have that belief this leads me to my next point i've only discovered this part about myself very recently but I try very hard to make sure I can convey my point clearly, and I hope that's self-evident. This is because I know how hard it is to go through life feeling this way, thinking you are alone. If you're in Stony Brook University or not, if anything anything you've heard has resonated with you, I set up an email address so we can talk and share resources. It's polytalksbu at gmail.com. Again, polytalksbu at gmail.com. I don't know how many of us there are on campus, but if there's enough, I was actually thinking about starting a club to explore this part of uh, us together. 
And remember, if you decide to email or not, you're not alone and your feelings are valid. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so we actually, uh, Gospel has a Instagram account uh, that's... Oh, uh, G-O underscore and then E-X-C-E-L. So go underscore X-O. And he posted on his story that um, we were actually doing this podcast and he has questions from other people along with his own personal questions. So we will go to those now. All right. So first question we have here. Oh, these aren't just questions, by the way. Uh, these are opinions. So I'm going to start from the uh, first one. And this one says, how do you know if you're poly? Um, I can't say that for everyone, but for me, uh, this is a feeling I've had my entire life. And um, maybe polyamorous isn't right for me, but at the moment, I think that the definition of polyamory and my feelings are one and the same, for now at least. I'm still growing as a human being, obviously. So maybe I'll grow out of it. I don't know. I do not know. But um, if anything I've said resonated with you, that should be a good enough um, indicator. Uh, the, the Reddit community I was referring to is r slash polyamory. They have wonderful um, advice there. There's also a YouTube channel called Spectrum where they interviewed a bunch of polyamorous couples. If Oh, I know Spectrum. Yeah, Spectrum's very, very good. Yeah. Um, there was also, um, I think Psych Talks is the YouTube channel. They have a nice little animation where they do a cute little, like like a checklist, basically, of if your personality fits these uh, attributes, you may be polyamorous. That one's also very helpful. And they're all on YouTube, they're completely free, and I highly, highly recommend you guys check that out. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, this one is an opinion, and this one says, I feel like people jump into poly relationships without thinking about how fragile they really are. Hmm. I don't think that they are fragile. Uh, if anything, uh, maybe they are more work than, than quote-unquote normal relationships, or at least monogamous relationships, and some people aren't willing to put in that work. So maybe to them, it feels more fragile because they're just putting in the amount of work, the standard quote-unquote amount of work that it would take up to upkeep a monogamous relationship because I try very, 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 very hard to like approach my partners individually and ask, hey, are you still okay with this? Are you still comfortable with this? Is there anything I'm doing that's making you uncomfortable? Uh, is there anything you can do better? Is like what's working, what's not working? And I do this multiple times throughout every single day, pretty much. So that definitely um, takes a lot of time and energy Oh, this one's really good, actually. Can you cheat in a poly relationship? I was actually curious about this one myself. Of course you can cheat in a polyamorous relationship. Uh, in a monogamous relationship, you have rule, You have a list of rules. Most of them unspoken, meaning, like, basically, don't sleep with other people. We are exclusive. In a polyamorous relationship, you still have these set rules, but they're stated instead of unstated. Uh, I have a list of rules with all of my partners, uh, my primary partner uh, back home. Um, I have a more comprehensive list just because um, it seemed appropriate. If you break those, that is considered cheating. Oh, okay, so... Okay, that's interesting. 
So there are still rules in like a poly relationship. Yes, of course. Um, one of my, one of the people I'm seeing rules are I can't go out and sleep with their friends, which seems fair. Like they don't want to deal with that, and if I do sleep with their friends, that would be cheating. But then they get into uh, the gray area. If, if I don't know their friends, then what? But okay. there's also gray areas for monogamous relationships as well. But now say, like, and the reason they gave you was because like they don't want to deal with it, or uh, they're either just not comfortable with it, or it just ruins the dynamic, or they feel like it will ruin the dynamic between their friend and them. Okay, I see. Now, my question is, like, how does that differ from, like, a monogamous relationship? Like, the uncomfort, I mean. Can you explain that more? Like, um, say, for example, you're in a monogamous relationship and your partner was uncomfortable with you, um, like, sleeping around with anyone besides them. And now, how does that differ from the uncomfort of your current partner? Uh, I guess that would be that would go back to the idea of relationships having compromises, and how far each person is willing to compromise. Because if I if I was in a monogamous relationship and that person wanted to knew about my polyamory and trapped me in a polyamorous relationship that's not a compromise i'm willing to make because it stretches too far out of what i'm comfortable with so i probably wouldn't be in that relationship this is this compromise uh, in the polyamorous uh, relationship that's a compromise that i'm willing to make because it satisfies most of my needs okay okay i think that makes sense uh, this one says, not my ministry, but I respect people who choose to. So. Okay. I, 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 like, I like when people can separate. This is a valid thought to this is something that I, I identify with. Okay. Uh, this one says, not for me. I'm selfish and don't want anybody touching my man. I don't share. Hmm. Um, um, I like the idea of jealousy when it comes to these uh, conversations because it's a huge misconception that monog- uh, polyamorous people don't get jealous ever of course we get jealous that's a human emotion and we're all still human after all just it's just that our jealousy we don't feel like our jealousy should affect other people we look inwards and to see where our jealousy comes from and if it comes from insecurity tackle our insecurities and come out better i've done this with um a few partners actually and it works it's it's, it is a lot of work it's probably a lot more work than most people are willing to put in but you do definitely come out better for it see okay that's kind of where i would disagree um not disagree but i think uh i personally have a different view on it because she's saying i'm selfish and don't want anybody touching my man and uh, I think there should be more emphasis on like the my man part because um, when you're in a relationship, uh, like this is gonna sound weird, not like people belong, like no one belongs to anyone, you know, like <laughs> we're in the 21st century. But I do mean like 
where how do I say this without sounding like when you get into a relationship especially like once it hits like say marriage for example uh, you and your partner are like one of the same and you guys like share each other you guys there's really no other way to say it than you guys like you know own each other you know you guys are each other's possessions why do you think this other than it's just what this culture has taught us what relationships are like you have a reason that you believe this or it shouldn't be a thing i mean it's not a thing about belief it's just how people feel and it's not like oh i feel this way because of you know like when you have something that you love and or at least for most people anyways uh when you have something that you love that you cherish deeply you don't want anybody else to risk taking it away from you. Do you think that do you think that that does not come from a place of jealousy and possessiveness? Well, I mean, depends on your definition of like jealousy cuz I mean, if you have something regardless like and there's someone who's trying to take it away or say they're not even trying but there's a risk of them taking it away, then I mean, I feel like the person who is in possession quote unquote of this thing is allowed to be like you know I'm not comfortable with that so like if i spend all of my time with a girl and i'm in a monogamous relationship are you saying she would be afraid that if i got another girlfriend that would take time away from her i'm not saying she would be afraid it would take time from her other i think it's what she says is like right here i'm selfish like it's almost like selfishness but um no that's what i'm saying it is selfishness and i think it's i don't think it's healthy to be like i am selfish i am the way i am so you have to conform to me well no but that's the thing if i feel most people in monogamous relationships are willing to conform like it's a whole it's a part of the like love thing like say for example my relationship uh that i was in a few months ago uh me and my partner before that relationship i was just kind of you know doing whatever with anyone but uh and it's not like you know my drive didn't like it's not like it went down once i got into a relationship but once i did get into a relationship i wanted to put more time and energy into just one person and uh so it's not like, you know, I s- didn't see other people and I was like, oh, you know, like I don't want to do anything with them or this or that, but it's like I knew that there was somebody who I wanted to invest all of my energy into and uh I just I would have felt weird if I was putting that energy into other people, you which know. Is, which is why you'd be monogamous. Yeah. I, I don't feel the the need to invest all my time into someone, uh which would I guess would make me polyamorous because um the idea of like splitting your time and not having like and having it affect your relationship is kind of interesting to me. Uh it would definitely differ from from relationship to relationship, but like some people can be in two full-blown relationships and split their time in half. And if everyone is okay with it, then everyone's okay with it, but for a different setup. Where let's say I have a primary girlfriend and more casual affairs in addition. Ideally, it would be just like it would just be like how I spend time with my friends. I section off so much time to see say Daniel and Freddy now. 
So if I replace the time I spend with Daniel with Diana, then the time I spend with my primary relationship doesn't change. Okay, but I guess then it comes to like the definition of like a relationship to some people. Because to some people, um, a definition, like the definition of a relationship means um, investing all your romantic energy into that one person, you know? And that would be monogamous. Uh, so what I'm trying to say here is like, I don't think all monogamy is a result of jealousy. I, because um, like as a monogam- monogamous like person myself, and like just coming out of a relationship, I, I do feel like strongly about, um, I feel strongly about, you know, caring for someone. And I could see how people who, because I do have friends who have been hurt in the past by their partners who have gone and like done stuff with other people. Behind their back. Obviously. Yes, behind their back. Uh, which I guess is a huge difference with... Uh, that is a very huge difference. Yeah, but... <clears throat> see, that's where, like... That's where, like, I feel like more of a defined line has to be drawn. Because um, some people just, like, straight up, like, just... They're in a monogamous relationship. Their partner's monogamous. And they'll just straight up cheat and then, like, you know, yeah. be like... So then it's just, like... There's a difference between being jealous and then being like wary you know that's what i'm trying to say so i i like to bring this point up where i know someone who actually did get cheated on um the boyfriend uh slept with another woman and they had a conversation about it afterwards and they talked everything out and they're fine now and they're i think they're going on like three or like two or three years strong but the fact that he slept with someone else and they talked about it afterwards and now they're okay I feel like that's the same concept of before I sleep with someone I tell my girlfriend and now we're okay you understand? like we, we, we just switched the, 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 the events in time and we're still in the same event except um, in one event it's very possible that the girlfriend say could have been like nah I'm not comfortable with that in which case he would have like what he would have had to not sleep with this other person right either that or break up with her yeah i guess yeah but that would that's what would make them monogamous yes yeah but are they poly now like the relationship no they are actually that's a wonderful question i don't know i've i'm i fell into the context but i but, guess that was a bad example yeah no, no it's just that i know a lot of people too who like They've had their partners cheat on them, and then uh, for whatever reason, they take them back, um, which is totally okay. But like, you know, what comes before that is obviously like this partner like having to ask like for forgiveness, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I guess the other partner feels like you know. They. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but you remember? I just remembered you said something along the lines of that's just what a relationship means. Like, like the devotion, the caring, the trust aspect. Well, I mean, I think that changes from person to person. Yeah, so like, I don't, uh, I don't believe that being cultured to a certain way is a good enough reason to do anything. Like, it's just the way it is. Like, just it's just the way I was raised is, as far as I can tell, something that can be left in the dark ages. 
a relationship to me does involve commitment and affection and caring and yes trust but when i personally say commitment i mean knowing that no matter who else i or they are seeing that at any given time the amount of love we have for each other is the same and when i personally say trust i trust that they will be honest respectful and following the previously established rules i don't mean my i don't mean my partner do everything i say it also means i respect their choices okay okay so then i think it's a thing of like definition in that case which obviously would vary from person to person mm-hmm. so i don't think that's something that we can put a concrete yeah stamp on so would you like to move on to the next question oh uh yeah sure <laughs> who sits in the back seat when y'all go out I think that one was more that, of a joke yeah. question. Um, that, that, there is an interesting part of that, though. Uh, a lot of people think that polyamory is like a, like a throuple or a quadple, where like three people are in a relationship together where person A loves person B, that loves person C, that loves person A, you know? But um, I personally don't know how I react in that environment, but I haven't been given the opportunity to do so. I... It's more like I am seeing person B and I am person I am seeing person C and person D and B, C and D know about each other, but they have no contact. What if they did have contact? I don't know. And I don't kinda I kinda don't want to find out, if I'm being honest. Cause that that leaves that um everyone everyone knows about each other and everyone knows what I do, but they've all agreed that they don't want to meet each other for whatever reason. Okay. Yeah. But like, um, I, there was, um, uh, a wonderful uh, thruple TikTok creator, I think, about polyamory that talks about it. I I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but I do. Is it the dude and like the the two two girls? girls. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that they, they, I'm pretty sure they make, uh, tons of content, uh, geared towards, uh, this. I'm sure that they're a great help as well. Yeah. On to, on to the next question. Okay. Uh, this one's... Communication and consent is very important. Personally, wouldn't do this. Personally, and that's fine. That's completely fine. Uh, okay. I am not trying to persuade anyone into, um, into this lifestyle. But uh, I agree. Consent and communication is super, super, super important. I try to... As I previously stated, I try to communicate my thoughts and feelings and other people's thoughts and feelings all the time uh i am lucky enough to find partners that are easy to communicate with um that i don't have to like drag their opinions out of them they will openly state them which is very very helpful and very 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 um important in a uh, polyamorous relationship word this one says not something i would do but i don't see anything wrong so supportive uh, like most of the other ones uh, do poly couples ever get intimate with each other's partners? Oh, we kind of brought this up. Uh, there, right? Some people can. Um, I have not been put in that position. Uh, if I, if I w- would be, I probably would be open to it, but I don't know because I have not been yet. Okay. Um, works best when you don't want to invest a lot of time in a single main person. Nah. Um. Uh, I think that goes back to the point with like, like if anything, 
having these multiple relationships would make you invest even more time to make sure everything is going smoothly. So I don't agree with this uh, with this comment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think of two guys with a girl? The two guys never <laughs> kiss or cross swords. Um, I guess that would mean like person A is with person B and C, but B isn't with C. It's kind of just the same thing you're in, but like reverse roles. Yeah. So like if my partner were to have another partner, m- me and her partner would never cross swords, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. So yeah, yeah. Or if they're, um, I know that if three pansexuals were to get in together, we would get um, into a throuple. That would be something like that. If they do cross swords or kids. <laughs> so what do lovely, you think? lovely put, by the way, if you're watching this or listening <laughs> to this. What do you think of it, though? What do I think? I um, think the point is like, oh, you know, like if the roles were switched, like. Oh yeah, I, if if a girl had this opinion, it would be just as valid if a guy had this opinion. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I actually, um, I have um, encouraged the people that I'm seeing that let me do this to do this as well. If they have ever any inclination to uh, be involved with uh, another man or another person, they are more than happy to do so because they're letting me do it and it would only be hypocritical to let to like have this for myself and not let other people do it word okay so this next one says um, <laughs> this one the next one's good for you it says it's just as valid as monogamy and shouldn't be so stigmatized all relationship styles are valid thank you if oh, you're listening well. to this thank you very much okay great 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 so that's it for questions and opinions uh as of right now anyways uh, so this again, actually again um, Instagram pages oh yeah uh, Instagram is G-O underscore XL so that's go underscore XL not XL but XL like the word so E-X-C-E-L that's important this podcast was more generally about my stance on polyamory um, we may do another podcast just on my personal life uh, or what I'm willing to share and bring to the table to share with all of you. Uh, again, if you have any questions or if anything resonated with you, polytalkssbu at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, I hope this was helpful to at least some of you. Alrighty. Okay. Uh, I will see you guys later. Thank you very much for tuning in.